Sex and Sensuality, the podcast, where we speak what your dirty mind thinks. We are here every Monday night at 9 p.m. chatting about tantalizing topics that most won't dare say aloud. Hello, hello, and welcome to Sex and Sensuality, the podcast where we speak what your dirty mind thinks. I am Miss Mika Nicole, and I have my lovely co-host, Miss Gigi. Hey, Mika, how are you, honey? Girl, I am doing okay. Thank you for asking. This has been a great week, guys. So let me just catch y'all up really quickly, right? So Gigi and I were supposed to be at Mexico. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> we were going on vacation. We was going to do our little girl trip. And then some things came up, which I will fill everyone in on very, very soon uh-huh. that prevented us from going. So she ended up coming to my home state and we had a great time. Yeah. But it just shows you that that is a true friend, right? Someone that can roll with the punches and say, you know what, even though we can't go to Mexico, I still want to spend time with you. And that made me feel so good. (laughs) Oh, I so enjoyed myself. I'm so glad I came and I look forward to coming back. Thank you. Yes, I can't wait to have you back and I can't wait to come there to visit you. Yes, yes. Oh, we're going to have so much fun. Yes, girl. Okay, so tonight, guys, we're talking about pregnancy dilemma, Hmm. and I named it that because sometimes pregnancy, we know, is a dilemma, especially when it's un, when it wasn't expected, and if you're in certain situations, like the situations we're going to talk about tonight, are what if the man doesn't want the baby, but the woman is pregnant and she has to make the choice on whether she's going to keep the baby or not. I want to dive deep into that. We know that's the usual scenario uh-huh. when people are going through these certain, these types of debates, right? But I also want to talk about it. Well, what if the man wants the baby and the woman doesn't? Uh-huh. You know, what are his rights? What does right. he get to say about it? Like, how do we avoid it from happening in the first place? And then what are some things we could do to deal with it if it does happen? And then family planning to have or family planning to not have a baby. Those are things I feel like are so important for us to discuss tonight, girls. So how are you feeling about tonight's topics? I am excited about it because this is definitely a topic that I think People have thought of, you know, especially mm-hmm. when you first get in relationships and you're probably thinking, oh, you know, oh, when I meet my Prince Charming and we're going to have 2.3 kids and a white picket fence and a dog. And then what happens when those things don't go in that order? Right. So I know people that have had that situation occurs with them, and I know you have too. So, yes, I'm excited about this topic and for us to get into it. Yes. So we're going to start off with just talking about this story that I read. So I love reading different boards, right? So I'm on a lot of different boards that I joined on when I was pregnant with Dakota. Mm -hmm. So I joined a lot of mommy due date clubs and 
I love going on the boards and reading their stories and their questions. So one girl had a question. She said that her and her boyfriend, they've been together for over 10 years. They kind of have been like, he has been 50-50 about having kids. Mm -hmm. They've never been pregnant all of this time. Well, then now she's pregnant. And he doesn't want the baby. He has a 16-year-old or he has a, a teenage child. And but he doesn't want the baby because he said that he's, you know, he's 45, she's 35, and he feels like I don't want to spend the rest of my years raising a child. And in a sense, you know, I kind of get it, right? Because you're 45 years old, you're looking forward to like retiring eventually. You're not looking to raise a child because 45. He'll be what sixty five once that child is is twenty in college mm-hmm, twenty yes. So it's like you're spending your days that you probably prepared to retire because people are retiring earlier now, mm-hmm. raising a child. But she's like, you know, I'm trying to convince him and talk to him about it, and I don't know how to get through this. And I find that such. I, I guess that leads us into the topic: What are men's rights? When a woman wants to keep a child and they don't want to keep a child, do they even have a right? Do they have any say so? And if they do, what rights should they have, basically? Okay, so I want to talk about that, though, real quick. So my thing with that is they've been together 10 years, right? Mm -hmm. In that 10 years, are you telling me that y'all never had a conversation about having children? And at what point did that change for her? Because in those 10 years, was she on birth control? Was it a long-term birth control? Were they using condoms? What was it, right? And if so, what made her decide not to take any contraceptive anymore? Did he know? Like, there's so many unanswered questions there that makes me wonder. And why, if y'all been together this long, she didn't know that you didn't want any more kids? Or did you just decide that once you turned 45? Was it 45? Well, she, <laughs> she said that he's been 50-50. So he hasn't said yes. He hasn't said no. So, and I agree with you. They should have had concrete. It sounds uh-huh. like they may not have had concrete conversations that said, hey, I don't want kids. And now I feel like this. If you, for a man, if a man knows he does not want a child, I feel like he should get a vasectomy. That's right. Because that's the only way that you're going to prevent yourself from having a child is Uh if you get a vasectomy. Or don't um, have sex. (laughs) Well, I mean, if you're in a relationship and you're serious about not wanting a child, but you still want to engage in sex, you talk to your partner, let your partner know the truth. Uh I do not want any more kids. And to prevent that, I'm getting a vasectomy. And then she has the choice to say, okay, well, I would rather not stay with you because I do want children. So I'd rather find somebody I do want a kid with. Because what the problem is, we all say, you know, use a condom, pull out. Mm -hmm. She needs to be on birth control. But we already know that those things aren't foolproof. Right. This woman can be on birth control and something happens and now she's poof, she's pregnant. Mm-hmm. You know, and if you're on long acting birth control, when you have to change it out, those are the times where you get pregnant, you know, mm-hmm. so it can happen. But the foolproof way is to get a vasectomy, man, because yeah. I feel men 
put so much on a woman and then they're uh-huh. like, oh, but I cannot believe you're pregnant. I can't believe you got pregnant. Like, hey, I didn't get pregnant on my By own. myself, right? You, <laughs> you contributed to I'm this not married, honey. I'm not married. <laughs> right. Like, this is not an immaculate consumption. Okay. You, <laughs> you contributed to this pregnancy. And if you really wanted to prevent pregnancy, you should take this steps but they always put the ownership on the woman to take steps to prevent pregnancy and the the way she could prevent pregnancy other than a hysterectomy which women don't want a hysterectomy because they want a child one day you just may not want a child Mm -hmm. so the only way they can foolproof prevent it is a hysterectomy but the other ways is birth control and we know birth control isn't foolproof so if you want to be foolproof just do the vasectomy yeah you're right it's so true. It's really sad that they put all of the responsibility of bringing a life into this world on the woman. From the moment we lay down with a man to have sex, it is on the woman to, to right then and there. Like, oh my gosh, am I pregnant? Even like you said, even if you're on a birth control or not, you still have that doubt until you get another period, right? And maybe not even one, maybe two, because you're, you're not sure. You can never be 100% sure. Yeah, you can never. Yeah, well, Mm. good luck, lady. Hope everything works out for her. (laughs) I I know, I know. Uh, And then it's like, if she, so let's move on. So if she decides to keep this baby, what are his rights? (laughs) Because at this point, he doesn't want a child. Does he still, is he still responsible for having to do fatherly stuff to be a father to pay child support and stuff if he doesn't want a child if he does not want that child then he has the right to go to court and say that he doesn't want the rights to this child anymore he has that right to do that Mm. he can go and say i relinquish my rights to this child that's it and mm. if he feels that adamant about it, that he does yeah. not want any children in his life, he doesn't want to be responsible for another person, he just wants yeah. to do him and do what he wants to do, then so, so be it. Walk away. Yeah, that's true. And it's so sad because we leave broken families yes. when it's those choices. Because you're right, he can easily go to court and say, I'm giving up the rights, mm-hmm. my fatherly rights, and I don't want to be a father. I don't want to have to pay child support and I'm giving up my paternal rights to this child. That's it. But the woman would have to be open to doing that. Yes, she would. And that's, there's another problem. So it's like, (laughs) the first thing that people say is that, well, you should get an abortion. If he doesn't want a child, he says that normally. Well, we need to go get an abortion. We need to go. But it's half our baby too. I don't have to get an abortion just because he don't want a child. That's still right. Me. You don't. I'm just saying that's normally the first thing that these men say. They never think of any other option. Hmm. Is go get an abortion. But it's like if the woman didn't want the baby, she can say she's going to get an abortion. Yes, she can. And sure. the father has no rights. Nope. And that is so unfair. Yes, it is. But just this, I mean, isn't it the same but opposite, right? The same way he can decide he laid down with her, made this baby and walk away is the same way she could lay down with him and get pregnant and say, I don't want this baby. She could. But then what if she goes to have an abortion, but he really wanted his child? Well, like I said, the same way she wants her baby, he doesn't. No, I'm saying, okay, so now we're in a totally different situation. This is a different couple. 
He is adamant about wanting his mm-hmm. child. Mm-hmm. And she gets to play and say, well, I don't want the baby. So since I don't want the baby, I'm not carrying this baby and you don't have no say so. And right. I feel like that's not fair because they're 50-50. They've made this child. He has to, she could give birth to this baby even if he doesn't want the child. But if she doesn't want the child, she don't have to do nothing. She can go and kill, have this abortion. Mm-hmm. And he has to deal with the implications of that. Now, he is mentally and emotionally distraught because he can't have his baby. All right. So I think there needs to be some type of laws in this thing going on. Like, if there's no medical reason why you can't carry this baby to term, then I think if the father wants the baby, he should have the right to have the baby. He well, should have he the right to have the baby. To... He should have it then. Well, it's he can't have the baby. <laughs> oh, well. We already know he can't have the baby. So we're not even going to talk about facetious things. He can't have the baby. It's physically impossible for this man to have the baby. It's her body, though. But I understand it's her body. But what gives her the right to have a baby if a man doesn't want the baby? But he doesn't have a right for her to have the baby if he does want the baby. There has to be some type of laws. Some type of laws or some type of something that exists where I'm not saying she has to be forced, but if he's willing to provide for this child and she can give up her parental rights. Yeah, but it again, the only thing about that, Mika, to me is it's her body that's having to go through those changes for those nine, 10 months. Her that would have to deal with the fact that she decides or maybe didn't decide. It's just like someone that carries a child for someone else, right? This is why they had such it was so hard to do back in the day when people were being surrogates because of the emotional bond. If she never wanted a child and then she gets she has this baby because she's being forced to. Right. Then you're making her do something that she didn't want to do spiritually, emotionally, mentally. She wasn't prepared to do. Maybe that was just something she never, ever wanted for whatever reason. And now they're telling her, well, you have to have it because he wants the child. You don't know what that's going to be. Because that's his baby, too. But you don't know if we don't give men, if we can't give men. So this is something I was just reading, right? So it says, if the fathers of the fetus are excluded from participating in an abortion decision that carries the implication that they are irrelevant. And I agree with that because they're saying to them that this father has no rights. So if he has no rights, then at that point, that means that they should be excused from any responsibility. From the consequences of their action. And that is true because you're trying to say his feelings are irrelevant. And that's what you're saying right now. That if this man wants his baby, he's excited that this woman is pregnant and having his child. And he wants this baby. This man's feelings are irrelevant to hers. And you want to know why I feel like that? And I'm going to stand on this is because just like a woman that that can sit up here and have a child with a man and at any given moment he decides to walk away, she's the one that's stuck with that child. Nobody holds him accountable when he leaves. Yes, they do. No, wait, wait. They just started with 
okay, so your license, well, if you try to leave the country, we're going to arrest you. But what about in between? What if he never tries to leave the country? So he just living his life, making babies after baby after baby and never having any responsibility for them. And these children are left here without a father. And we already see what's happening with that. But that happens to women too. They go and have babies. They Uh go get on drugs or they go and be sex addicts or whatever. And they don't do what they're supposed to do with their child either. So this is not just an issue of men versus women. It is an issue of equal mental health, emotional rights Uh when it comes to these kids that are being made. They have made this baby together. So he should have as just as many rights. If we want these men to have rights and do what they're supposed to do once this baby is born, if she decides to say, I want to have this baby, I don't care what he says, he doesn't want the child. He doesn't have the right to walk away most of the times. Yes, some men have the finances and the wherewithal to do what you just said. They got they can go to court, but most men aren't doing that. We already know that. Because if that was the case, we wouldn't have had stuff going on now. So it's like now they're forced to be a father to pay child support. But this woman, I think the woman should be forced at all, but I do think that his feelings should be taken into consideration before they make that choice because we always say well it's the woman's choice it's the woman's choice but we forget that's his child too okay so when you say okay that's his child too you know i watched the episode of on a show and the woman had the baby it was not a baby that she wanted and she decided to keep the baby but the man ended up taking her to court for his parental rights because of what you're saying, because he's saying, Mm -hmm. well, that's still my child, even though the way the child came into existence was not one that was looked kindly upon. Let's just say it like that. And because he's the biological father, the courts allowed him to be in this child's life. So look look at how that, I think it's just so much, honey. It's a lot. So, girl, it is. A, I think it's a hard situation. I'm just it being is. an advocate. So, I'm going to read you this story. So, this guy he wrote in to this board talking about abortion. So, he says, several years ago, I met a woman. Mm-hmm. I felt for her from the start. She was beautiful. She warmed his heart. He said, we spoke on the phone each night after work and spent the weekends together exploring London and enjoying each other's company. Like most sexual active couples, we did talk about what might happen if she felt pregnant. We both said we would keep the baby. Little did I know how timely that conversation would prove to be. Mm-hmm. Well, one day she basically told him she's pregnant. Then she says, I think I'm pregnant. She says, I've decided to have an abortion. He said those words hit him like a sledgehammer. He said, I offered to come over so that we could talk things through. She said, there's nothing more to say. He said he tried to reply, but she cut him off. I don't want this baby and it's my choice to make. Do you understand me? So he said it was hard enough to make sense of her being pregnant, let alone the fact that I had no say in the future of a child that I helped create. As scared as I was, I believe this was a child, my child, and I wanted to do all I could for it. As long as Jenny and I could talk, I believe there was hope. We continued to talk and there were moments when I felt I might persuade her to reconsider, such as when she asked how we might make things work to raise a baby. I assured her that I would be there for her and that we could find a way to give our child a meaningful life. I became hopeful until she said, 
I would keep the baby if I were swept off my feet in love, but I'm not. The feeling is either there or it isn't, and it's not. I'm sorry. Hmm. So he said, I couldn't help but question myself, wondering what I could have done or said that could have made her feel different. But I knew there was nothing I could do to stop her from going through with an abortion. It was her legal right. Becoming a parent is supposed to be one of the most exciting and, of course, scary moments in a journey of life. And losing a child is said to be one of the worst. Now I found myself tasting both sensations at once. I felt alone in a sea of pain, desperate to keep afloat. Despite my best efforts, she went through with, with the abortion. The pregnancy was over and weeks later, so was our relationship. Wounds do heal over time, even deep ones, but scars remain. Ten years later, I find myself incredibly blessed with a beautiful, bright, and loving wife, a 3.5-year-old son, and a 1.5-year-old daughter. At times, I can't help but look into my children's happy, vibrant eyes and wonder what their older brother or sister may have been like. Mm. And then he wrote, sadly, his story is not unique. Other men have experienced the same anguish. Men and women both have a role to play in creating life and raising children. But today's laws and the debates around them don't reflect that. Women alone decide whether to end a pregnancy, even though both parents bear responsibility when women decide to continue a pregnancy. Perhaps one way for it might be to resolve this inconsistency and address abortion like parenthood as a family issue. Men should have a chance to be heard. All righty. That was deep. Yes, that was very deep. And and, I, I and about, as you were reading it, I felt his anguish. I'm not going to say I didn't. I also understand her, her right to feel the way she felt and the decision she made. And I don't think it was probably easy for her either. And like you said, we don't even know why she, the decision she made, it, it didn't, to me, it didn't sound like, not that she wanted, that she didn't want to be a mother. I, I think in his state, she, like she just said, wasn't in about, love with him. Exactly. She wasn't in love with him. And in her mind, she didn't want to bring a child into the world where there, there was no true, genuine love. So. Oh, God. Yeah. I feel like, I think that abortion is such a, I'm very pro-life. And I'm pro-abortion. I'm pro all of it because I mm-hmm. feel like people should be able to make the decisions they want. But as you know, when I went through my pregnancy with Dakota, I did so much reading, right? And it's like I don't think people realize that because everybody talks, and maybe we'll talk get deeper into abortion uh, one day. But people talk about how you know I say that for later. Let me go back to him. Yeah, I felt his pain and I felt that he grieved mm-hmm. the loss of that child. Yes. And I think even when we think about trigger warning, so if y'all are listening and y'all have experienced any type of loss of child, just make sure you turn this off if you're not ready to talk about it. Even when you think about miscarriages, we only think about it from the female's perspective. Uh-huh. we never think about it from the husband or the partner's perspective uh-huh. and how they may be feeling True. about the loss. And so I just think abortion and, you know, parental rights, I agree with him when he said it's a family issue. It's not just a woman's thing anymore. We have to progress in some kind of way. I don't know how we can make it where it's, a line, you know, I don't feel like it should, it's just not black and white. Oh, it's just the one. No, it's choice. not. It's definitely I don't not think black it. and white. 
Yeah, I don't think it is. I think we have to figure out a way. How do we discuss these factors? And I know we, time is of the essence. You know, now what they're saying that you can't have an abortion after what, four weeks or whatever they say. Mm-hmm. Time is of the essence. But we have to figure out something. Something where we can talk this through and work this out in a way where both parties, and it's for both sides, for when the woman wants the child and he doesn't want the child. What can we do to work this out and we come to some type of compromise? I don't know. I don't, I don't know, know what the answer can be. I don't know either. I, it's <laughs> definitely one that pulls at the heartstrings on both sides. You know, it's difficult. It's just that when you start getting um, government officials involved, then there's where the mess begins. Oh, now that I, I agree. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> that is so, where it will begin. Yeah, that's true. So one thing that I want to encourage people to do is have these conversations when you meet people. Let's stop rushing into having sex because we know you can have, you can get pregnant. Mm -hmm. You can go and have a one night stand and get pregnant. Yes. Stop rushing into having sex with people and have real conversations. If you know that you're not ready to have a child, men, you know, Let's not have random sex with folks because that's a big chance. And then if you're if you're in a relationship, be honest with your partner. Talk to your partner about it. Like, I'm not ready for us to have a child. You know, let's talk about our options, our options to prevent pregnancy until we are ready to have a child. Women, the same thing. You know, you're not ready to have a child. Especially because you got to be careful who you choose as the person that you're having a child by. You know? you know, let me tell you, things have so changed when I think back. So when you think way back, I think people were were more thinking who, you know, they did blood tests back in the day, way back when they did blood tests to make sure yeah. that your blood didn't <laughs> were too close regarding things Marriage. that were passed down through your generation of heritage, right. you know, all of those things, which they don't do now. You know, everybody just has sex so casually, unprotected, even through the AIDS pandemic. They still, even yeah. in that, they didn't take precautions. And mm-hmm. I don't understand when, when we're thinking about mental health now and how, how prevalent it is, right? We are passing these things, our traumas, our pains to our children. So you're not knowing what this man's history is and what his family has in their history of mental illness or sometimes not even knowing what your own because maybe you don't even know who your father was, right? So we really need to, you're right, Mika, take the time to know who we are laying down with, build strong foundations of friendships so that you're willing to share real intimate, deep stuff because you're wanting to bring a child into this world and you want to give them a chance. Just that's give them a chance. Give them a chance. Oh my goodness. I agree with you on that. Oh, y'all, you know, this is something we, I don't think we're going to ever resolve. And I do feel like it needs to be up to both of you. Mm -hmm. You both make a choice together but have these conversations before and I'm just going to say this real quick because we wrap it up is that you know when I met my spouse my wife I we had the conversation we talked this thing out 
we talked about it. That was one of the first things she told me. She was like, I want a baby. Like, <laughs> whoever I'm with and whoever I decide to settle down with, I'm just letting you know now, if we ever get to that point, we settle down, I want a child. Mm-hmm. And this is how I want it. I want to do reciprocal IVF. Like she was specific. Yeah. That was something she told me like two years into us dating. I mean, a year into us dating. That's great. She knew what she wanted. She was clear. Exactly. She was clear. And those are the grown-up conversations Mm -hmm. we have to have. And then women, we have to be able to hear a man say to us, I don't want kids. Mm-hmm. And, and stop trying to convince him otherwise right? <laughs> and if you don't want to if you know you want a child and this man is telling you he doesn't want a child be able to hear him out and say oh okay you don't want to you don't want kids but then let me move on mm-hmm. let me find somebody who does you know want kids so that i'm not so we're not even putting ourselves in that situation right but exactly. we do and you know of course people do change their mind we know that Cause you can say you want kids all day and end up pregnant, and the person be like, "Oh, I don't want children." Just all like right. the girl's story, the man's story. Mm-hmm. She was saying that, you know, they had a conversation about kids. She wanted kids, but then she was like, eh, "No, I don't." Right. So I do understand things change, but at least you give yourself the due diligence. Mm-hmm. That's it. Oh goodness, y'all! This has been a very good discussion tonight. <laughs> I hope you all have gained something from this. Let's just be wise about our bodies. Let's be wise about our choices. Right. Honesty. um, Honesty, honesty, honesty. Honesty is so important. And join us on Tuesday night when we discuss this live on Facebook. That's going to be good. (laughs) This is going to be good. So I'm going to prepare myself, you know, (laughs) what y'all have to say about it. But I do look forward to hearing from you all. And we just thank you all for joining. Sex and Sensuality, the podcast where we speak with your dirty mind things. And I hope you all have a good night. Thank you, Gigi. Thank you, Mika. Have a good night, everyone. Good night. Thank you for joining us on another episode of Sex and Sensuality, the podcast.